Thank you for tuning in to the best parenting show on the internet. Post Daily Dose. Hey, good evening, Facebook family! Welcome to another episode of Post Daily Dose with me, your trusted parenting advisor, faithful guide, and servant on the healing journey. What's my name? Big Papa Brian Post. Hope everyone's having an amazingly whimsical Wednesday. It's hump day, baby, and we've made it almost through the day. So today I'm going to answer a question from a concerned parent about her three-year-old, her three-year-old child. And so I had to, Christy actually sent me the, the question via text. So, hey there, Lisa. Um, so I'm going to, I had emailed it to myself, so I've got it here on my computer so I can read the question to you guys. But that weather in uh, Florida is beautiful, isn't it, Lisa? Actually, weather in Northern California is divine. I mean, it's, I'm talking 65 and sunshine. It is perfect. So mom says our three-year-old has been home for nine months and is adopted from India. Three-year-old home nine months, adopted from India. I recently ordered your book and was wondering if you had any specific advice for how to address some of the more exasperating behaviors we're seeing lately. For instance, the more paradise, Lisa's living in paradise. For instance, the more we see her develop emotionally and closer to her birth age, the more passive defiance we are seeing. Lots of ignoring and waiting until we are in and out of eyesight before being obedient. I'm increasingly frustrated by how she instigates conflict with our middle daughter, who is a year older than her. Whenever I ask her for feedback during conflict, I get an almost robotic do not hit or do not take from her. I'm frustrated that she seems to know what she's doing is wrong, but also can't control herself in the moment. It isn't lost on me that the kids with traumatic beginnings often have poor self-regulation. I need better skills for myself on dealing with this. I hate being frustrated with her and don't want her to grow up feeling ostracized. Whew, that's actually really heavy. I feel really heavy as I read that. So here's the thing. Mom, I think that you have you have some emotional work you need to do. Probably you and you and dad. I'm assuming this is a two parent household, a mom and dad household. Um, I don't know, but I just get the sense that there's some some emotional work you need to do. Maybe some grief work. Maybe some self-acceptance work. I feel like there's something going on with your three-year-old. She's triggering your some of your insecure, insecurities and inadequacies. And that's probably pretty deeply rooted for you. And it may even come from a younger place, like a three-year-old place. So I'd be really curious in the moment to know um, kind of if you've had some kind of trauma yourself around toddlerhood. And I really want you to think about that. I, I really, because this feels really heavy. It feels really, really heavy. Um, so now let me address your three-year-old. So you have a three-year-old who you adopted from an orphanage in India just nine months ago. This child is nowhere close to being three years old after nine months. Um, it's probably going to take you a good year and a half, I'm gonna guesstimate, to get her to just up to 
two years old. When you say, so you've got to, this is an infant. This is a child who's coming from an orphanage setting. Orphanages are not good. There's, 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 there are no orphanages that are good. Um, for an orphanage to be good, it would have to be one-on-one -on -one care, one-on-two -on care at the most, and would have to be rotating staff who were loving and nurturing and kind, and the children got optimal food and play. And There are no good orphanages. So, And I highly doubt there's good orphanages in India. I've not been to India. I've seen some of the documentaries. I really doubt there's good orphanages in India. So you've got a child who's used to being around a lot of other children who's also used to not a lot of not having a lot of adult contact. Um, and the adult contact that she's used to is management contact. It's supervision contact. It's not nurturing. It's not nurturing and soothing contact. It's management supervision contact. When you say, so you're for instance, the more we see her develop emotionally close to her birth age, the more passive defiance we're seeing. I just talked about this yesterday. That's actually why I'm gonna, that's why I'm doing this again. That's why I'm answering this question because I just talked about how we label our children's behaviors and the negativity it creates. I, so I want you, number one, to watch yesterday's episode because it's gonna tie in perfectly with this. When you start talking about a three-year-old being passive-aggressive, a three-year-old who you've only had for nine months, who's really still just 18 months old and comes from a place of gross neglect and absence, that's, that's not good. To already be labeling this child as being conscious of her behavior, oh God. Whew, I'm telling you, this feels really heavy to me. It feels really heavy. If I had probably read this question, I don't know if I'd have answered it today. Um, the behavior is not, it's not passive defiance. You, you, have, you have a child who is just now, whose brain is just now being turned on, who's coming from an environment of neglect and overwhelm. And she is probably, just by the next things you say here, lots of ignoring and waiting until we are in and out of eyesight before being obedient. She's not ignoring you. She's hypo-aroused. She's her stress, her stress reaction system is causing her to shut down. She's going into freeze. Ignoring you is the same as defiance. Children, a, a defiant child is a scared child. Her brain is literally going into freeze and overwhelm the moment you're asking her to do something. She's not comfortable. She's not yet secure. She's only been in your home for nine months. She doesn't even know you. She's having to get used to new smells. She's having to get used to new tastes. She's having to get used to new new sights. She's having to get used to different temperatures. She's having to get used to different sensations, different touches on her body. She's having to get her whole stomach is having to adjust to new uh, digestion uh, processing pathways. Her movement, she's having to get used to move. Her movements are all different now. She's going from being limited in an orphanage, probably kept in a crib a lot of the time, to now having the, the lay of this land, the freedom to, to move around. So her movements are all different. Everything is new for this child. And it deeply, deeply saddens me. And mom, you're not alone in, in these belief patterns that you have. And I'm so thankful that you're sharing that you're sharing with us. 
because you're not you're not alone in these these belief patterns with these children that we adopt from these orphanages or just adopt period that come from these environments of, of gross neglect and absence so she's not ignoring you she's going into a state of freeze and the reason she becomes obedient when you guys walk away is because you're the threat in the moment. That's the reason she's not, she's not able, she's freezing, she's afraid. She's afraid she's gonna get in trouble. She's afraid she's gonna get hit. She's probably used to being hit with, with things. She's, she's freezing, she's waiting to get hit. And in that freeze state, we go into survival. We go into defensive posturing. And it looks like passive aggressive. It looks like ignoring. It looks like being defiant, but it's not. It's self-protection. And when you walk away, she relaxes. You got to see a scared child here. You got to see a scared 18-month-old. You got a lot of repair to do. Uh, come on in, Tiffany. You've got a lot of repair to do. Come on in, Tiffany. I'm just, I'm just on the daily dose here. You guys should see my lovely chef. She's bringing some food by. It's going to be amazing. And my stomach was growling. And she must have heard my stomach growling because now she's bringing the food and it's prepared. It's going to be amazing. Tiffany, say hello. Hello. <laughs> Fantastic. So when you're what you're seeing with, with your child in this moment is she's scared she's overwhelmed and you have to realize that she's learning everything new and then mom you said that she, you're increasingly frustrated by how she instigates conflict there's no instigating conflict when you're three years old coming from an orphanage when you've when you've grown up when you've grown up in neglect and maltreatment and you've been in a new home for nine months, there's no instigating conflict. You're, it's, the child is three years old emotionally. She's like an 18-month-old. And so that you've got to take, see, that's why I think that you've probably got some, you probably have some emotional traumas. As, as an adult, you probably have some issues around toddlerhood. You might have had some siblings that you had some conflict with. There's something going on there that informs that perception. Um, and, and you don't want to have that. You want to be able to transcend that. You want to see an 18-month-old who's, who's very used to competing with other children. She's used to competing with other children, and she's used to seeing as other children as a threat to her survival. So the other thing I'm going to encourage you to do, not only do I want you to watch yesterday's video, but I want you to go back into the video arch archives on our Facebook page, and I want you to look for the video on sibling rivalry, because you're probably going to end up encountering a lot of that, because this child's going to see the other child as a threat to her survival, and your biological child might see this child as a threat for her. And so she's likely to regress as well. And so then you say, uh, when you ask her for feedback during conflict, you get an almost robotic do not hit or do not take from her. That's, that's orphanage, that's orphanage conditioning. She's just, she's just parroting what she has learned in the orphanage. Do not hit, do not take. You've got to see these things. You've got to be tuned in to what her experiences have been before she's coming to your life. And you have to realize she is now trying to learn all of this stuff new, all of this stuff different. Thanks, Tiffany. All this stuff different than what she's experienced. And you're the one who's having to train her in this process. And you, the definition of discipline is to teach 
You want to calm yourself down so your thinking will be clear, so your short-term memory will be active, so that you can help her calm down first. She's going to have a hard time learning if she feels threatened and overwhelmed, and, and she's parroting back what she thinks you want to hear because you're an adult, just like every other adult who has raised her, and she's parroting back what she, what she thinks you want to hear so she can stay safe. And so... We gotta, you don't always know, and this is for all adoptive parents, you don't always know what your children have come from before you, but you can make some pretty cool, accurate generalizations of the struggles and the challenges that they've gone through, and you've gotta be able to develop some kind of empathy. Mom, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta develop a deeper, and I know it's only been nine months, and this is so important. You're basically telling me in nine months, you're still struggling with bonding with this child. So you really have to ask yourself, if you're struggling with bonding with this child, and that's my sense, I sense that there's some challenges in the attachment and bonding formation. It's gonna be hard for her to develop secure attachment, impossible for her to develop secure attachment if you can't securely bond. You have to bond with her first so she can attach to you. You guys have to regulate the stress in this in this dynamic. And so we have to be able to have some have some some sympathy and some empathy and some compassion for for the experiences of our adopted children before they come into our lives. And I really want you to you and your husband or you and your partner, whoever it may be, I really want you to spend some time thinking about that, maybe watching some videos and breathing in and honoring that pain, that struggle that she's gone through to get here and be in your life now. Um, it's such an important thing to me. And because you say, um, then you say you, you get frustrated. She seems to know what she's doing is wrong. Oh God, she's three freaking years old. Three years old—that's like some that's like some biblical stuff, you know. It's like she's being willfully disobedient. Ooh, 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 ooh. Read *Fear to Love* again, you know, because you you because you can't say, you know, she's she's she seems to know what she's doing wrong, and she but also can't control herself in the moment. She doesn't know what she's doing wrong. She's 18 months old. She's not three, she's 18 months old. You've only had her for nine months. She's only 18 months old emotionally, and she might even be an infant. And then when you say, it isn't lost on me that kids with traumatic beginnings often have poor self-regulation. Yeah, that, that's one part. That's one part of, of a traumatic being is having poor self-regulation. There's a whole lot of issues that go on with children who have traumatic beings beginnings. And so I, I really want you to spend some time connecting to the struggle of this child. And you said you need better skills for dealing for dealing with this. I I don't think you probably need better skills. I just think you need deeper empathy. I, I don't I think you probably have all the parenting skills that you need. You just have to have deeper empathy and you have to open your heart and connect to this child in a different way and see this child in a different way. And that, as you said, you hate being frustrated with her. That's how you suspend being frustrated and having to hate being frustrated by having deeper empathy and finding greater love and openness. Um, because you should not be feeling frustrated with this child at this point if the attachment bond formation is there. It'll, it'll, it'll be, and I, I can't say you shouldn't be because obviously you are. 
and I'm not wanting to create a dynamic of shame. I'm wanting to create a dynamic of understanding and and um, kind of digging into some of the roots of this challenge. You said you don't want her growing up feeling ostracized. The, the first place we don't want her growing up feeling ostracized is in the home. And so if you're feeling frustrated right now, she's feeling the ostracization, ostracization um, that is going on. And that's you want her to feel love and support and stop worrying about, you know, her growing up. Meet her right now in this in this place. Um I want to encourage you to watch Trauma Brain and Relationship, Helping Children Heal on YouTube. Mentioned that yesterday. Go to Post Institute. Um, just type in Trauma Brain and Relationship. You'll see it um, on YouTube. And, um, you know, really look at, read some language on, um, read some of the literature. William Sears is who I always recommend for understanding early developmental stages um, to help you kind of see this child in a different way. And so I really, 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 really hope this is helpful. Um, I wrote a book with Susan Kaczynskis called Oxytocin Parenting um, from Zero to Three. I think you can find it on Amazon. Let me look. I think that's going to be really good for you. I would, I would also recommend... Christy says, I wonder if there's fear about showing favoritism between children, real or perceived. I think that that is, is um, also very, very likely. Um, I think there's a lot of parental anxiety going on. Um, that, yeah, oxytocin parenting, a womb through the terrible twos. It is a Kindle. It's free with, it's $1.99. So I really want to encourage you to get it. Oxytocin Parenting with Brian, Brian, Susan Kaczynskis and Brian Post. Um, I really want to encourage you to get that. And just really, really think about this child in, an, in a deeper way. So hope this is helpful. And remember, in any given situation, we always have two choices. We can continue to react from our same imprints of stress, fear, and overwhelm. Or we can stop, we can slow down. Stop and slow down. Take three to 10 deep breaths. See an infant. Don't see a willfully disobedient three-year-old. Don't see a three-year-old who's just trying to defy you. See a three-year-old who's trying to figure out this new world she's living in. God bless, God bless you and this child and choose love. Big Papa loves you. God bless each and every one of you. Have a fantastic evening, and I'll see you guys tomorrow. Good night, everyone.